0: Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocket twenty-four. That's porkbun P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocket twenty-four. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. many thanks to the one trust team for their support
1: as artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore ai safety and security and that's where hacker one's ai red teaming comes into play rigorously testing ai models to prevent them from being misled or exploited with over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing. They're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So, whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com/slash/AI-safety-security again hackerone.com slash ai dash safety dash security
0: so mike talking about social network features if i said circles what does that mean to you okay well
1: before this past couple of weeks i would have definitely told you nothing it didn't actually mean much of anything to me (laughs) okay how about Friends circles. I mean, I'm familiar with the term, like my circle of friends. Okay. So how about groups? Okay. When I think of groups, I do immediately think of Facebook groups. And lists. There's
0: Twitter lists, of course. Right. But still nothing on circles.
1: Well, now I can tell you that, yes, I think there was something on Google Plus about circles.
0: Yeah. It it took you a minute, but yes, (laughs) Google Plus. I got to be
1: honest with you. Before we did this episode... I barely had any kind of recollection on the specifics of Google+.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I kind of forgot that it even existed. Yeah, so we're going to probably bring back some memories for people. We're going to talk about some circles. Good memories, bad memories.
1: Circle memories?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any kind of <laughs> memories about Google+. We're going to talk about the failure that was the social network Google+. Welcome to Rocketship.fm.
1: Racket Ship FM is produced in partnership with
0: Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. All right, let's face it. It's really, really hard to build a good, widely used social networking platform.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. And I actually remember my first dive into the social networking world. All right, let me guess. MySpace? (laughs) Well, I hate to admit it, but I'm older (laughs) than that, Michael. Yes, I was on MySpace. But before that, back in business school, I was a Friendster guy. Um, Which is p- pretty fitting now because I actually became friends with one of the people who was the head of product at Friendster back in the day, Dan Olson.
0: Nice. I, I do remember Friendster, actually. And and yeah, of course, I, I mentioned MySpace. But thinking about it, after those two, right, there was Facebook, then Twitter, then Pinterest, then Instagram. And aside from like niche social networks, there haven't been – a whole lot of those ultra successful social networking platforms. Well, of course there is one that you didn't name in that group. Well, right. After all those that we mentioned, there came Google plus. And in fact, it officially launched on June 28th, 2011 here, let's take a listen to one of those early commercials that Google used to promote it as its supposed Facebook killer.
2: There are, there are definitely, you know, there are definitely these relationships in your life that, um, in my life that have stuck with me forever and ever and I'm sure will be with me until the day I die Um, and every now and then I'll make a new friend and I'll I'll think you know do I really have do I really have what it takes to take you on board as a new friend is this going to be worth it and you know particularly at my age are you are you worth taking on board? And, you know, you got to take a chance on people um, because they're taking a chance on you. And Google was sure hoping
1: that people would take a chance on them and join this new social network. And It actually had all the
0: makings of something that actually could compete with Facebook. Right. It's not like this is some underfunded side project. Google had a ton of money, a lot of people to invest in this, and they really wanted to challenge the current competition really in Facebook. Yeah. And we'll get into
1: that. But first, for those that may have somehow successfully removed Google Plus from their brain, we should probably talk a little bit about what it actually was and how it was different than other networks.
0: That's true. Okay, so here's a clip from the local news station, the NBC affiliate in Toledo, Ohio, WNWO, and their Tech Tuesday segment where they start to explain a bit more about Google Plus.
2: Talking with Timmy Moore about Tech Tuesday and applications that we – May like better. Some people
0: might like better than others. Mm -hmm. I use Twitter. I use Facebook, and I really like Instagram a
2: lot. Mm -hmm.
1: There, there definitely are. There's a bunch of different options out there: Facebook, Twitter, as you said, Instagram. Now even Google's got their own thing out there called Google Plus, which is kind of meant to reinvent the social networking.
0: So who's this guy talking to the (laughs) news anchor? It's uh, Timmy Moore, and on air they just have the caption of tech guru. Tech guru, huh? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I don't know who Timmy Moore is, but he looks like maybe 19. He's, you know, if they were making a movie about college life and they were casting that quiet computer science major who, you know, he's working away his computer till 2 a.m. eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew. Well, (laughs) that's Timmy Moore. Okay, got it. All right, well let's continue here.
1: As soon as you use Google Plus you'll notice it looks insanely different. There's uh, a- I haven't uh, even seen it. Oh it's really nice. There's these things called circles now and what you can do you can put your friends in circles so you can only share because like you have your circle of friends. You have these circle of friends. You have these circle of friends. So what the social networks trying to do is put those friends in the social network, share what you want with whoever you want but uh, keep it restricted to some people you don't want. With Facebook that's a little bit tricky. Uh, They've been uh, getting some complaints about privacy issues too So Mm -hmm. Google plus took that as an advantage. They're like, okay, let's create this
0: beautiful interface for mobile devices and desktops and put that out there for customers to use.
1: And now we're back to the circles. Yeah.
0: The circles. So this was Google's thing. The idea that people were acquainted with, right? They're not exactly equal. You may have friends you're connected with, but they're different than your work friends, your college buddies, your workout buddies, your church people, you know? Yeah. Got it. So Workout buddies, what if I work out alone in
1: my basement, Michael? What does that say about my circle of friends? You've got a very small circle of workout friends. (laughs) All right. Well, I do get it though. This concept, uh, Timmy, the tech guru, he seemed pretty excited about it. Yeah, no, he was, wasn't he? (laughs) But was this really the only differentiator? Because rewinding myself back to 2011, I remember thinking that it was an interesting feature. Yeah, but I mean, was it enough to build an entire social network around? Yeah, not everybody would say so. And actually for this episode, I caught up with Morgan Knutson, who's a pretty well-known person in the product design world. And he was actually one of the first designers on the Google Plus team. Um, he was recruited, join the Chrome team at Google. But as soon as he started, he got moved over to Google Plus to join the hundreds of others that were at Google focused on it. And ever since leaving, Morgan's been a pretty vocal critic of Google and its Google Plus efforts specifically. Now, Morgan didn't feel like the Circles concept was enough to differentiate. Not at all.
2: You know, I think my first impressions were the same first impressions that everybody had when it was launched, which was, you know, this is essentially a Me Too product in a market that has an entrenched incumbent, you know, and not only that, it's difficult to monetize. So. You know, I didn't see any any room for success um, from the beginning. Uh, but you know, the enchantment of joining your first corporate gig, put the uh the, the blinders up, the beer goggles on, whatever you want to call it. yeah, I mean, I think that was the fundamental issue, is that they were essentially making a product that already existed. And had a, you know, massive user base of, you know, almost everyone already. And at the time, you know, Facebook was in, was huge, right? Everyone was using Facebook. A me too product
0: coming from somebody who is on the team helping create and evolve that very product. It's harsh. Yeah, you could say that. And he actually
1: typed off a pretty massive tweet storm about it, one that media publications were even picking up on and writing about, um, which I'm sure we could link to that in the show notes.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, so Morgan joined the team just as it was getting started? Yes, but technically the initial product had already launched. Okay, so that's the end of 2011. Right,
1: which is about seven years
0: after Facebook launched. Yes, well, if you're counting when Facebook launched at Harvard and was only open to Harvard students, but still, Facebook had a massive head start on Google. By 2011, MySpace was an afterthought, and Facebook was really the stronghold in the market.
1: Yeah, and... Hey, even Eric Schmidt, who's the CEO of Google at the time, even he admitted that Google was really late to the game. He says so right here during an Aspen Institute fireside chat that took place towards the end of
2: 2011. Did you yeah. miss the boat as CEO at Google on the social we, media exposure? We were late to this. Uh, we were focused on other things. And uh, you know, you, you sit down as CEO and you say like, why didn't we focus more on that? Well, we were busy on this, 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 which did really well. Um, and so now we have a product called Google Plus, which is doing extremely well, which looks like an, a worthwhile competitor in a slightly different space uh, with more privacy controls, for example, than Facebook. So you can beat Facebook at its own game? It's very hard to beat a, a, a fast-moving incumbent in exactly the same game in technology, because it changes so quickly. What you have to do is you have to find a new problem and do that much better than they are, and that's what we're trying to do. And if you do that, you can ultimately you know, win very large. So
1: Morgan says that Google Plus is a Me Too product, and Eric Schmidt says that they're aiming to solve this new problem, one that isn't being solved. So which is it? Well, we'll get into even more of it right after a word from our sponsors.
0: So where were we? So Google has just launched its brand new social networking platform, Google Plus, in 2011. Now it's in the wild, being used by consumers. And just how many consumers do you think were actually using it? Well, I mean, in this episode, they ultimately failed, so... Well, I'll stop you right there, because
1: the real answer is more than you might think. It took Twitter over three years to reach its first 50 million users, right? And Facebook actually took them longer it was over three and a half years Mm -hmm. you know how long it took google plus to reach its first 50 million users how long
0: 88 days just under three months Jeez, that's impressive i i mean google as a company they've Got a massive reach, right? Massive market share. And I guess they do have this ability to use that advertising inventory and integrate with all those other services. Man, they did have a lot of leverage.
1: Yeah, and Morgan mentioned that they did this. You know, people that ran the various platforms that Google had, whether it be Search, Chrome, Hangouts, or anything else – they were incentivized very heavily to integrate and promote Google Plus inside their platform. So oftentimes Google Plus sort of fast-tracked its way across the various product roadmaps and it made a huge difference.
0: Hmm. And obviously that worked. I mean, again, getting to 50 million users within less than three months, stunning. Yeah. And the user growth didn't end there. I mean, by the
1: end of the year that it launched, it reached 90 million users. And ultimately over the course of its
0: life, 500 million users. 500 million. That's not far off from where Facebook would have been at the time, right? Yeah. When Google Plus started, Facebook
1: was at 750 million users. But there was something different about Google's user growth. It wasn't exactly what I would call organic. Ah, okay. I mean, some of it was, but, you know, all those integrations, it, it didn't necessarily feel organic, right? So in 2012, as an example, they started requiring new Gmail users to actually have a Google plus account.
0: So you sign up, you just want to send some email and all of a sudden you're part of this social network. Correct. Whether you're going to use it or not. Um, and a couple
1: years later, they did the same thing with YouTube. If you wanted to make even a comment on YouTube, you actually
0: had to have a Google Plus account. Okay. So that makes this user count, this fast-paced growth. It makes a lot more sense now. They, they had the users, but I mean, were people even using the product? Most of them, no. <laughs> and those that were, were actually becoming frustrated
1: because there are all sorts of very questionable product decisions that were being made. Like, well, for starters, in the beginning, you had to use your real name like it was a rule. And for some people, you know, they like the anonymity of the Internet, you know, maybe using yep. a, a pseudonym. It allows them to be maybe somebody they want to be, but they're afraid to be in their everyday life. So they be somebody else. OK, I mean, I get it. But that decision it actually upset a lot of marketers, too. So why? Why marketers? OK, well, let's just say you were in charge of marketing at, say, Ford. And you wanted to create a brand page for Ford. That's something that's almost expected now. You know, any any kind of social network platform, you know, they're going to have brand pages. But you actually couldn't because you had to use your real name. Unless your name Hmm. was actually Ford Motor Company,
0: you know, you're out of luck. Okay. Okay. I, I imagine they would have listened to the market, though. They would have addressed that. It seems major.
1: Yeah. And, you know, over time they did, but it took them years to actually allow brand pages on Google Plus. So not okay. quick enough. Um, and yeah, there there were a whole lot of other issues like that, too. I mean, there's uh, oh, spamming like that was maybe mm.
0: one of the biggest issues. Didn't our friend tech guru Tommy Moore say that that wasn't supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah, well, for the record, it was Timmy
1: Moore, Michael, <laughs> and so he said that, and it did happen. Um, <laughs> actually, it would happen in all sorts of different ways. Like, I could send you an invite to an event, and my event would just like automatically end up on your calendar, whether oh, you accepted geez. it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Which is a problem, you know? Yes. So (laughs) um, spam became this major, major issue with Google Plus throughout the years. Actually, they never really figured out a great way to monitor and solve for it. And Hmm. it inspired a lot of hate, um, even in the form of songs.
0: Songs. I I don't believe I've ever heard a song about Google Plus.
1: (laughs) Well, you're about to. Um, Here's one from YouTuber Emma Blackery.
2: No, it didn't because it sucks you threw
1: in that side and it integration in song just frustration and I actually can't play much more of that song because <laughs> there are a lot more choice words that Emma has for
0: Google in it oh geez well I, I guess there's you know once viral videos are made about how bad your product is it's not a good sign it might even be a sign that the end is coming.
1: And the end might actually be coming at this point in the episode, but um, we'll save that part for right after this quick sponsor break.
0: So we left off with Google starting to to really struggle, right? Their, their user numbers were way up, but they're inflated. And it seems like they were just doing clever growth hacking, but never really attracting real fanatical users of the platform. Yeah, that's right. And things continue to go downhill.
1: Uh, eventually... Google realized this and they started decoupling services that actually did have promise from Google Plus. Uh, Things like Google Hangouts and Google Play. Now you no longer had to have a Google Plus account in order to download something from the Play Store
0: um, or to start a Google Hangout video chat. So at this point, the writing was on the wall for Google Plus. It wasn't gonna be that Facebook killer that everyone at the Googleplex thought it would be. And in fact, soon enough, it wouldn't be much of anything. Google made plans to shut down the social network in 2019. And they actually had to fast track those plans because
1: towards the end of 2018, there was a problem, a big problem. Here's a clip from the local CBS affiliate in Rochester, New York, WROC, reporting on what became the end of Google+.
2: It is time now for our business headlines in the GRE Morning Business Report. Google Plus will be shut down following the discovery of glitches which caused security flaws. Google said in a blog post that 52.5 million people were affected by the glitch in a November software update. The flaw exposing customers' private information to software developers for six entire days. Google said it has since fixed this issue, but Still plans to shut down the social network months ahead of schedule in April
0: 2019. And that was it. It's now almost a full year later, and there is no more Google+. Those hundreds of designers and developers who created it, they went on to other features and products at the Googleplex.
1: And when you think about it, with all of the resources that Google had, the money, the people, the access to users, the many other successful products with such a wide
0: reach— it's kind of crazy that it did fail. Yeah. So how could the story have ended differently? Was it really just doomed from the start, as Morgan Nutson commented? Or, you know, could it actually have been successful somehow? No, well, it's probably a good time to go back to Morgan.
1: Uh, from his perspective, there was a way that it could have been successful. But it had to do
2: with the way that the project was approached from the very beginning. Because it was so expensive, it needed to pay off in a way that made sense. So maybe maybe if the project was started organically like some other projects at at google chrome for instance was started organically there's a number of other things that you know somebody thought it might be cool and they did it and now it's a product that millions of people use this was the opposite right this was like hey we need to get this thing let's develop something that might get us this thing and then throw tons and tons of money at it Um, now if this would have been started as like a team of a few people who had a vision and had a reason for this thing to exist outside of a you know basically what what would amount to a data grab um then maybe it would have existed maybe it would still exist and maybe it would have done well um and and maybe the vision and the path they could have gone down that would have been successful would have been to supplement other social networks right Um, building features that they didn't have and focus in on the user base that Google had already fostered. Essentially, you know, the nerds, right? The people who would want to use crazy things like maybe a custom post module that, you know, breaks down the specs of a PC Um, or, you know, any other kind of unique and interesting way to share what's going on in your life that, that may not just be a photo... That gets you know a couple hundred likes um, because you're in the Bahamas, right? Like they should have, they should have focused. In my opinion, they they could have focused on who you know their customer base could have been, and then you know w- would it have, would it have you know amassed billions and billions of, of users and netted them this valuable data set that they wanted? Probably not, but it would have been a product that a lot of people used and loved and, you know, maybe would have produced a lot of value in a different way. So what do you think, Michael? Could Google Plus
1: have succeeded somehow? I mean, do you agree with Morgan?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. The, the fast growth, the growth hacking, I, you know, it sounds like there was some internal culture that needed to get fixed, really, even beyond the product itself. Yeah, I could see that. But I feel like there's just one question that we didn't answer
1: after going through this entire episode. Oh, yeah. Which of your circles would I have been in, Michael?
0: Michael? And we'll be back next week with another story about a product that went wrong. In fact, another social network, Color.
1: No, seriously, which circle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It's your support that keeps the show going. Rocketship.fm is now part of the Podglomerate Network. If you want to learn more about the other shows on the Podglomerate Network, go to thepodglomerate.com. Rocketship.fm is produced in
1: partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. If you go to productcollective.com, you could check out live video interviews, sign up for our newsletter, be a part of our Slack group with over 6,000 product people. Just check it out at productcollective.com.